gone wild. Friends 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 gone wild. Hey everyone, welcome back to another exciting episode of Welcome to St. Paxton. We are on a break from our normal programming and we have guest, the best guest DM, Fred Greenleaf, leading us through the Feywild. So welcome back to episode two of Fred's Gone Feywild. Thank you, V. Hey everybody, uh, this is Fred Greenleaf here, and I'm going to be your game master for the evening. And uh, to my left, we have Stacy. Hey everybody, I am playing Corey, Spider Smasher of Clan Tarth. Hero. Hello all, I'm Hero, and I am playing Bosley. Steph. Hey, I am playing Blossom Bright Moon, the halfling fighter slash wannabe swashbuckler. And last, but definitely not least, V. Hey everyone, it's me, and I'm playing Creeping Flocks of Summer, and I'm super excited about this campaign! Alright, so last time that we played, uh, we found ourselves in an establishment called the Caterpillar's Mushroom. It was a tavern house, tea house, smoke house, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it was very uh, fun and exciting, and Bosley, Hero's character, was speaking with Percival Hawkwinter and Hemlock the Satyr. He was meeting these two gentlemen to find out more information about the Chris, the dagger that was the murder weapon for his ex-fiance, Diane. So Hero, last I recall, you had just had a conversation with Percival and he dropped a bomb in your lap and it was the mention of Diane and uh, tabaxi burrito and the fact that he had knowledge of who she was and what this business was. So we'll go ahead and start off there. I, I'm so sorry. Uh, this must be a lot for you to take in. Um, yeah, obviously I, I, I mean, sorry, I, I don't mean to come off aggressive. I'm, I'm just very confused right now. No, it's it's quite okay. Um, and and I'm being rude. Uh, before no. we continue, we should uh, relax a little bit and uh, partake in, you know, the uh, the goods from this establishment. Um, yeah. I, so I, please join me. I've never really partaken in the funny grass. Um, well, it's not funny grass. It's more of like a vibrant and flavorful grass. So you'll be fine. And he snaps his fingers and a small flame kind of sparks from the tip of his fingers that lights what looks like a uh, circular charcoal puck that sits on top of this alchemical contraption. And you start to see the 
charcoal light up and you can see a small, uh, sweet smelling smoke waft from the top. And then within the chamber below it, which is completely glass, you start to see smoke fill up. And that leads into these four hoses that come out. At this point, Percival also points over at Corey and the two curtains that are surrounding this booth and kind of makes a closing motion. Am I in the curtains though? You're uh, essentially outside of the curtains and outside of the booth. And it looks like the curtains will close the booth from your view and everybody else in this establishment. I'm going to step up behind Bosley and I'll close the curtains. I'll go ahead and close the curtains behind me. Okay, so you kind of crowd towards Bosley, you pull the curtains around your body, and your body kind of creates a little bit of a, a, a bump in the curtains, but you're inside the enclosure with everybody else. Percival kind of gives you an odd look, but shakes his head and goes, okay, um, I'm not sure if you've ever done this before, but go ahead and pick up this hose here, and he hands you a hose and goes, and just take a... A long, deep breath. I'll grab the hose, casually look towards Corey, shrug, and take a breath. As you place this hose to your mouth, there is a cold, smooth sensation that comes from the metal tip that is a part of this contraption. You start to breathe in the smoke that is coming through the hose. And as the smoke fills your lungs, you feel a tingling sensation. You immediately start to blow the smoke out, but there isn't any harshness with the smoke. It's very smooth and has uh, almost a flavor of fig and berry, which Mm. is quite surprising and delightful. And the amount of smoke that comes out of your mouth is also a little alarming as large, thick, voluptuous smoke just exit out of your mouth. Percival looks at you, smiles. He grabs a hose, Hemlock grabs a hose, and they both start smoking off of this contraption as well and goes, ah, I love, I love this smoke. It is, uh, it is definitely something that, uh, I come to the caterpillar mushrooms to enjoy. Hemlock looks at you and smiles as he continues to smoke. And Percival goes, okay, uh, I'm sorry. I am a man of ritual and, and culture. And I just wanted to make sure that you were a part of it. And it was very rude of me to start without offering this first. And one does not smoke by themselves and always offers smoke to others prior to smoking. So uh, thank you for, uh, you know, allowing me to partake. Uh, thank you. I'm feeling a, a smidge lightheaded. This is, this is delightful. Corey, Corey. You, you you have to try this. This is uh, fascinating. And I'll offer Corey the hose. So I will shake it off. One of us has to keep our head about us. It's I, I just feel more at ease. Not distracted. I don't know. Oh, don't be shy, please. There is actually a fourth hose if you'd like to join us and plenty of room to sit down. Thank you, sir. But I'm just here for the muscle. I'm good where I'm at. I, no. Um, okay. Uh, that's fine as well. That's very respectable. Um, Hero, do you continue to smoke or do you stop there? I'll take it back. The flavor is delightful and I'm, I'm very interested, 
about it in between each puff. I'm licking my lips a little. Roll a constitution save. That's a four. Okay. So you start to feel a little lightheaded, but not in a concerning way. You're actually feeling relaxed. The room, the lights, everything starts to glow with a little bit more of a magical luster. And you start feeling a little warm and fuzzy. And Percival goes, there is nothing more relaxing than a smoke of the ergila. It's definitely something that I've become very accustomed to and something that we enjoy here. But we do need to get back to matters at hand and the reason why you're here. Um, the death of your fiance, uh, Diane. Um, I don't know if you're ready to absorb this information, but um, this dagger, or what we call a Chris here in the Fey Wild, it's uh, like I said, uh, a weapon of the unseelie Fey, but specifically uh, a network of people who uh, one should steer clear of. Um, I'm just going to come out and say it. This dagger belongs to the Black Food Network. And uh, they are uh, run by an incredibly dangerous man. Why? They gotta be black. Um, oh, no. I... It's, it's like, you know, the a dark network of people that work behind the scenes. But, like, uh, but specifically they, in food. They, like, char their food? Or is... No. Like, they're evil. Like, evil people that are a network that work together, but specifically in the food industry. Um, yeah, I, it, it must be different back at the in the material uh, plane. What? Maybe I'm not explaining this okay. well enough. First question, though. Are figs different in the Fae? Because <laughs> um, definitely uh, <laughs> feeling a little uh, uh, loopy right now. <laughs> oh no, that's that's not the the fig. It's actually the excrement uh, of caterpillar that we place into the fig and berry that you're smoking. It has a very poisonous effect, and as your body fights off the poison you have hallucinatory uh you, fun you, whoa 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 first of all you've been smoking <laughs> shit that, let's start there that's bad second of all you telling me you just poisoned this man in front of me oh uh, no 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 i'm sorry uh let me start over this is a uh a pastime of ours. We actually do this as recreation. Um, the amount of caterpillar excrement that is placed into the combination of molasses fruit uh, of fig and berry uh, is very minor, and it is supposed to create a mild euphoria. It is not dangerous by any means. I mean, if you were to eat like a pound of this molasses fruit, maybe at that point it could be bad, but we're smoking a very small amount. Should I be having as strong an effect? I just figured since Bosley hasn't done any hookah experience before and also rolled a four, 
uh, should it be this pronounced or should I roll that back? No, no. I think as a first time smoker of this concoction and also the fact that you are coming off of this long day travel, the amount of stress that you're going through with what you're going, you know, like that's going on in your life. I think this is pretty safe to say that you're being affected more than the average person. And like, you know, both Hemlock and Percival don't seem to be reacting the same way you are. Corey, Corey, uh, I, I don't feel sick. This is awesome. You're so I'll reach out, grab their arm. I know oh, you're so strong. <laughs> You're so strong. Look oh, at her. Boy. All what? right. I, oh. Move over and I push him over. Is it a booth that we're sitting in? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. It's like a circular booth. So I'll push him over and sit next to him. Now, you were talking about some dangerous man. Uh, yes. Yes. Here. Um, have him drink some of this sparkling lavender water. Uh, that should help kind of work everything through his system and maybe calm the him down flavors. a little bit. First timers. Oh. Um, so I, I just gotta ask, uh, is this caterpillar piss too? No, why would this be caterpillar well, piss? You're smoking the caterpillar shit. I just figured it was it Bosley just uh I guess drink this and don't oh, die. Oh. Whoa, it's so tasty. Can I, can I have the host again? It, it's it's actually it's 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 actually centaur piss, but it's uh, it's quite well, refreshing. I'm new. just kidding. I I jest. I jest. I I apologize. I couldn't help myself. Corey. It is just sparkling Corey, lavender water. He, it's he's it's okay. So funny. Y'all are into some weird Corey, shit here. It's the funniest though. L- literally. I'll grab the hose and keep smoking. So Percival starts to address Corey and says, uh, so yes, like I was saying earlier, um, there is a dark network of people that are working behind the scenes and, uh, they unfortunately rule all of the taverns and inns and kitchens around here with an iron fist. Um, the man that more than likely either requested or hired this hit on your friend is none other than guy fairy the master of the black food network he is a devious sorcerer and he is the one that you're going to want to find to find out what happened to your friend but i must warn you He has henchmen that work underneath him, and it is not easy to get, uh, let's say, to be able to get to him. So uh, you'll have to work through his network of henchmen and work your way up to be able to get to uh, Guy. So, um, but I must say, I would suggest that you drop this now. Um, you look like good people and you don't know how things are here in the Fey wild. And these people are very dangerous. And, uh, I would say go home, go home and put this all behind you. 
Oh, no, absolutely not. No, we're going to see this through to the end. Anne was a good woman, and I'm not going to let her go out like that. And neither are our friends. This is just not going to happen. So tell us how we start working our way through these henchmen, because I am ready. I have not had any caterpillar shit. I did not drink any centaur piss, and I am ready to go. Well, if you must. Oh, yes. I would suggest that you start with uh, one of his enforcers. His name is Emerald Pegasi. (laughs) He is a centaur that uh, runs uh, the hit and uh, collection of protection money of the taverns and inns around here. Um, Just be wary. He is a very brutish man. I, I, I must say, I, <clears throat> I know that I am the one that brought you here, and I realize now that oh. the Black Food Network that is involved it is very dangerous. And I must warn you, I, I, please do not pursue this. There can only be tragedy waiting for you. Uh, yeah, tragedy for Guy Fairy, not us. I'm so excited to bring some trad. Can I get some more of this water? And Percival grabs a pitcher and pours you another glass. Um, is your friend gonna be okay? I uh, mm. maybe we shouldn't have had him smoke so much. It's it's, it's fine. So... I'm gonna just carry him out of here like a little baby. It happens all the time. Not a big deal. It's, it, okay. okay. Way to out me. I'm sorry, but you know it's true. So let's put this hose down, and I <laughs> like take no, the hose from him and push it across the hose. table. But that's my tasty hose. No, not anymore. Uh, uh, okay, well, I I think we should um, maybe take our leave, and uh, I will make this commitment to you. I have gotten you into this, so I will help you. Uh, I will be your guide. Uh, to this area and uh, help you find what you're looking for. Um, Percival, thank you very much for, uh, you know, entertaining us and uh, we will be in touch. Um, Absolutely, Hemlock, and it's always a pleasure. And to Bosley and Corey, it was very nice meeting you and uh, do not uh, be shy. Please come and visit me and, and let me know if there's anything you need. And just be careful. Um, I used to be a master chef myself once, and uh, due to the devious ways of of Guy Fairy and his henchmen, I uh, no longer cook. Oh, oh, Percival! I'm that's very so, sorry to hear that. So, so you know. You have opened me to so much, and you've given me a chance to avenge my debt. Percival, let's hug this out right now. And he he opens his arms, and uh, he gives you a Feywild hug. I lean in deep, go for a huge hug. This is one of the first hugs he's had with uh, someone who isn't a romantic partner, and I'm super excited and super giddy about this hug. It feels so good. 
you, you like every part of his body that touches you, you feel right now. It is very euphoric. And with that, he bids you a goodbye and the three of you uh, start to walk out. As you walk out Bosley, everything starts to just move the floors, the walls, the tables, people, and it is quite overwhelming. I'll grab onto Corey's arm, take a deep breath, look up and say, uh, <laughs> uh, you mind, mind just stabilizing me? It's like this it must be someone down there. This tree is moving. <laughs> I shake my head and I just swoop him up into my arms, carry him out in the fetal position. And with that, we will take it over to Blossom and Phlox. Phlox, last we left you, you were a <laughs> a cloud of gas uh, floating uh, amongst the streets of our treetop city, Blossom by your side. A small... Uh, small bear cub. Uh, did we, I don't recall if, if he had ran off, but the small bear cub is still kind of sitting there up on his haunches, his upper arms kind of up at his waist, looking at this cloud perplexed. And while the three of you are kind of interacting with each other, a, an incredibly fast walking, short statured woman comes bustling uh, across a bridge onto your platform and is talking to herself. A lengthy scroll, uh, probably about six feet in length, dragging three feet behind her as she furiously scribbles notes onto this paper and goes, ah, another presenter has refused. I cannot believe that they are doing this to me. I must have a caterer for my event and they are not allowing me. I, oh, what am I going to do? Emerald uh, is going to be the death of me. Uh, um, excuse me. Uh, uh, uh yes. I, I know an amazing caterer. Oh, ha have you ever had tacos? Um, or, I Mango salsa. Uh, oh, uh, I I'm not sure what this mango is, but <sighs> I've I've had tacos before. But oh, 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 you have never had these tacos. No, no, they are the best. Allow me to introduce you to Creeping Flocks of Summer, and I will like move my arms in this dramatic gesture towards the cloud of smoke. She immediately starts to address the bear cub next to Phlox and goes, very nice to meet you. Um, are you the famous taco caterer? And the cub is just like, <laughs> and the cub kind of looks up at the cloud and she's like, oh, what? Is there a small rain cloud following you, little one? Um, well, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. First of all, caterer, are, you, are you calling me little one or the bear? Just to clarify. Oh, no, I would. No, no, no. The bear. The bear. Okay. Thank you. There's been some comments lately about my stature and I'm a little sensitive. Oh, um, I yeah. absolutely understand. I get this all the time as well. And 
as you're conversing with her, you realize that this woman that you're speaking to is a gnome and she is probably no more than like an inch or two taller than you. Her hair is up in a bun. She's got glasses on her nose and she has uh, what looks like almost like a dress suit on and this long scroll. And uh, she still has her quill in her hand and goes, um, Yes, so this this little bear is the caterer. So no, um, no, do I communicate with? Uh, no, it the the bear's you? just the, the bear's just a, a recent acquaintance. No, the, the the smoke cloud is not normally a smoke cloud, and that's creeping flocks of summer. Oh, it's a pleasure to meet you. I would be so happy to help you out of this jam. You see. I, when I am in my normal form, actually am an excellent chef. I have been traveling the world finding I've lost the word I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, I thought you were waiting for like a truck to drive by, but you no longer live in Texas. So. <laughs> Spices? No. Okay. Well, it doesn't matter. I've been traveling the world, finding all sorts of spices and foods and just mixing different flavor combinations together to create the best tacos that the world has ever seen. For instance, what if I told you the inside of a delicious flour tortilla, warm to perfection, crispy even, I would put a spicy sausage in there, drizzle it with a crema sauce, and then also a fresh pico. What would you say about that? She pinches her arm and then starts to look at Summer and then goes, Did I take too long of an ergila break during my lunch? Am I hallucinating this talking cloud? No, she's very real. Um, She's just temporarily a talking cloud. That happens all the time, right? (laughs) No, normally she's a tabaxi. Oh, A very, very talented tabaxi, I might add. That is also a cloud. Temporarily. Temporarily. We're going to get this figured out. Oh, yeah. And even if I were a cloud for the rest of my life, I have a crew of sous chefs that can just pull this together. All they need is my instruction. And as you can tell, I can definitely speak. All I would have to do is get Blossom a stool and she would be killer in the kitchen. I just know it. Yeah, just some instructions. Yeah, we're new to this area. We're ready to make a name for ourselves, both catering and in vengeance. Yes, and swashbuckling. And swashbuckling. Wait, did you say you're new to this area? Yeah. Perfect, perfect. Okay, this is good. And she starts scribbling notes into her scroll and goes, okay, great. Um, If you can meet me tomorrow at 8 a.m., um... Uh, I want you to come to my um, gathering hall and I will uh, introduce you to my kitchen staff and they can support you and whatever you need. We are going to be having about a hundred people over for a little gathering and uh, I need you to um, 
make these uh, salsa tacos or whatever it is that you mentioned earlier. Um, but the fact that you are new to town is actually quite advantageous. I'm sorry. Yeah. My name is Alethea. Uh, that is quite rude of me. I apologize. Uh, it was Blossom and um, uh-huh. Flocks. You can just call me Flocks. Excellent. Excellent. Meet me at this location. And she pulls out another piece of paper, writes down her address, hands it to uh, towards Flox, and then realizes that you are still a cloud and then gives it to Blossom and goes, meet me here tomorrow at 8 a.m. And we will uh, go from there. And uh, I'm really excited to work with you. And um, yes. Great. Oh, it's exciting. Bye. And she rushes off. So great. Oh, Alexis, this is great. We booked a gig. Yes. We booked a gig on accident. Yes. Oh my god. I'm like your manager the, or agent or Oh my god. I didn't even know that chefs could get managers right? and agents. Wow. We are making oh a name for ourselves as the new like oh. the hottest pop-up kitchen in the freaking tree. <laughs> And the bear, the bear cub, just like on two legs, like pumps his arms up in the air next to you. <laughs> oh, back. What were we gonna ask him again? I don't remember, <laughs> baby bear? Um, do you want to come on an adventure with us? He shrugs and then nods. Do you want to try tacos? <gasps> He nods his head vigorously. Everybody wants to try tacos. I pull out a uh, sausage taco. It materializes out of the cloud. <laughs> oh, right. I don't have my things. Never mind. I put myself into the shape of a taco cloud. <laughs> At which point, coming out of the caterpillar's mushroom, which is about like you know, a building's length away from you. Corey emerges carrying a giggling Bosley followed by Hemlock. And the five of you are uh, joined again. Don't tell them. Okay. Um, hey, how did it go? <laughs> Let me tell you, you know, it's crazy. Oh, okay. Flox, you got to find a way. You gotta put some caterpillar shit in your next tacos. It's so good. So uh, oh, it so went like good. that. Uh, he smoked uh, some caterpillar shit uh-huh. and drank some centaur piss. Uh, <sighs> and this is what you get: centaur piss um, chaser. Don't Wait, mix shit and piss. Where? That's like I, I, rule number you, one. I never would have where assumed. Flox? But oh <laughs> boy, uh, oh <laughs> where good. is Flox? Huh. I don't know. I've just been hanging out here and not getting into any mischief whatsoever. That's a good. <laughs> I the point at her. The bear cub points at the cloud. <laughs> is this oh, fox a there bear? There is the cutest no? little bear back there. Oh, that's my new friend. Oh, so the- I'm gonna I'm gonna like get kind of close to the bear in my gaseous form and be like. Guys, the worst thing has happened. Um, uh, Blossom turned me into a bear on accident. What? Uh, I, I dropped Bosley. You tell them I oh. did that. Ow. <laughs> I'm just so bad at magic. I we rushed have tried over it. to the bear. <laughs> Listen, this is why they say fighters shouldn't do magic. Also monks. Yeah. He- 
you've got to change yeah. your back. I know. Oh, I've even prayed about it. It's not happening. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Me, mm, yeah, no, I got nothing. I don't know how to change bears into well, tabaxi. I guess I'm just going to have to carry a bear under one arm and Bosley under the other. Yes. I don't want to be carried with Bosley. <laughs> no, no. Different <laughs> arms. You'll be away from each other. It'll be fine. I mean, the bear could ride in my um, harness. The bear could ride in your harness. Wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so Corey has a harness for yes. Blossom. Yes. And mm -hmm. Blossom has a harness for a smaller creature than her. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. So no. that's going to be interesting later. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, you, you meant, meant Corey's harness Corey, for you. My harness was, was on Corey's okay, back. Okay. I was like, how did he get to me having a harness? Well, because you said my harness, and I just yeah, imagined yeah. you having a harness, and then like the bear oh riding your it's harness. It's like the Russian, Russian nesting doll harnesses. Yeah. <laughs> I just have like a Every creature has to have on my one. back. <laughs> okay, but actually, guys, it gets worse. Mm -hmm. See, the thing is, is that before I was turned into a bear, both tragically and hilariously by our best friend Blossom, I booked a gig, like a really good yes. cooking gig. So, you know, just in case we need some money, because I'm a little uncomfortable accepting so much hospitality for free. So maybe if we had some coinage to help us, that would actually be really helpful, right? I'll pop up off of the ground, stare at the bear, yeah. and just you're making too much sense. But what about what about your cousin? Like we just got a, a hot tip on on how to track down her killer. Oh, oh, we can That's do right. that. Did you say hot Ew. dip? Hot dip sounds amazing. Tip. Tips. I'm so I'll reach for the bear's ears to see if anything's uh. blocking around. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, don't touch the bear now. The bear slaps what? your hand. <sighs> oh, Flox. I love you so much. I love you. Oh my god. Yeah, Not you, Bosley. Who are you? <laughs> I start looking around, trying to identify who the bear's talking <laughs> She's to. She's clearly talking to me. How much of that did you I, smoke? <laughs> a lot. Too much. It was good. Shit could be so tasty. All right. Uh, uh, well, why don't we walk back to our? Did we have living arrangements or quarters or anything yet? Yeah, yeah I think you um, established at something at the okay. end of the last home with Otik, the tavern keeper. Okay, here's a great idea. Why don't we talk about these tips on our way to get a hot dip? Uh, Ooh, that's not where I thought that was going. Um, yes. All right, great. Dang it, God damn it, I missed it. Fuck, fuck. All right, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> and then the little bear cub starts kind of motioning for you to follow and starts walking back towards the uh, the end of the last home. Well, this is I'll a little bit bear. weird. Bear cub, you are the best thing that's ever happened to me. And I've even been given some really nice chef knives before. So, uh, Blossom, that uh -huh. That little bear has a rain cloud following it. Oh, yeah. Bears in the Feywild have little rain clouds. Didn't you know? Oh. It's like Olaf from the movie Frozen. Is it, yeah, yeah, is yeah. it sad? Should we make it go away? Like no, I could probably make no, no, a big no. wind it's, and just like dissipate no, it. No, 
no, no, don't that's fart the, near the bear. That's the the natural state of bears in the Feywild is with, sad. No, cloudy, mad, just cloudy. So you make it to the end of the last hill. <laughs> and the five of you are sitting around the table. <laughs> That's just how the talking went the whole time. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, so the five of you are sitting around a round table in the end of the last home. There is several plates of food and uh, tankards of foaming beer, and you are all enjoying each other's company, at which point Phlox is just about to finish an incredibly funny anecdote as the cub bear is kind of standing on the table, waving his arms around, uh, accentuating everything Phlox is saying. How does that go? And then I said to her, why don't you get in the trash? And the cub is just like pointing over at the trash can that's in the side of the tavern. And that, my friends, is how I learned how to make enchiladas. At which point the the bear cub climbs onto the tankard and like dips the top half of his body into the beer and starts drinking and then wipes the foam off of its face. Yeah. And then, Phlox, you start to feel a weird sensation as your non-existent body starts to tingle and you slowly find yourself materializing within the inn. And you are back. Oh, oh my gosh. What the hell? Oh my hell? god, she's a clone. My magic wore off. Oh yeah, the magic. Whew, that was weird. <laughs> well, okay, I, but the bear's <laughs> still... He, did you duplicate her too? Some, Blossom, what the hell did you do? Is the bear a male or female or um, do we not know? I would probably say a male. Okay. I don't have any good boy names, so I'm going to go with Irving. Okay. No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was perfect. I saw no issue there. Um, guys, got a good news, bad news situation. The good news is I have a new friend and his name is Irving and he is also in a bear. Is a bear, actually. (laughs) Um, Additionally, I can't think of the bad side of that situation, actually. That's kind of a win-win. Yeah, honestly, good news, good news. The cub nods. So so did Blossom summon a bear and you were fused with- Oh, no, that was all lies. All lies and deceit. Gotcha. (laughs) So you were lying to us. I liked how I liked how every time you looked around at the cloud, though, you were like, oh, my face can't catch up to my head. <laughs> you're so, you're crazy. My face can't catch. What? You said it like a thousand times. Maybe we learned that drugs are bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Yep. Or, you know, like, just don't smoke. Don't smoke shit. Random things in a new world. Unless you're smoking meats, actually. Oh, yes. smoked meats. Well, let's, let's not blame good, the smoke. Uh, let's just... Ah! Oh, it, it is I, Hemlock. I am still here with you this entire time. Yeah, he's, uh, he's been here. Yes, I was at the caterpillar's mushroom with everybody uh, while you were a floating gas cloud. Did you know I was a floating gas cloud the whole time? Of course. I am very familiar nice. with that spell. Okay, great. So I have questions, actually. Um, so I was given this great little uh, sarong, as you can see. It's in a beautiful rainbow color. But typically, whenever I dip into it, it usually just gives me a little bit of like, eh, something. But this time, it actually gave me like a magic. Normally, it's usually like trail mix. Or a good sharp knife. Ah, ah, yes, yes, I see what you are saying here. Um, you have to understand that the Feywild is a very magical place. I think what you are experiencing is the enhancement or the, um, let's just say, uh, magical things are much more magical here. I love it here. Okay. I, yes, it's as it's, it's, it's nice as this place is. Um, let's let's jump back to the the point of this. Um, apparently, there's some like evil chefs who 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 might have killed Diane. I think we gotta we gotta mm-hmm. look into this. Wait, is this the first time this has come up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yes. yeah, you were a bear, and then we came back, and we were eating, drinking. That's right. Okay. Yep. Us getting distracted? That seems unusual. Why didn't you lead with that? I was trying to, well. but for some reason, some bear was talking to me, and I was more than a little confused. It's not just some bear. It's our bear friend. His it's name is Irving. Irving, you well, sweet little precious yeah. boy. Don't get me wrong, but apparently my friends and what could have been my family are, are kind of dickish and kind of fucked me over here. But don't, Irving, it's not your fault. Did you just call us dickish? It's a little bit dickish. Yeah. A little bit dickish. Why are you lying? Tell me you're a bear. The cub nods his head. We're just having some fun. <laughs> While we're trying Wait, to find you, Diane's you, killer? Does, does Irving think we're dickish too? Yeah. No, he shakes his head. a little hurt. Okay, good. No. Okay. He, he, he's not nods. I thought he was nodding along. Yeah, he, no, he nodded at the comment about him saying that okay. about you. Okay. But isn't agreeing to what he is saying. Good. Thank you, Irving. He nods his head. Anyway. Um, so, we found out that there is a evil food thing, like he said, and it's head up by a guy named Guy Fairy. And so... <gasps> do I know him? <laughs> do I know of him? Roll history. Him? Yes. Fucking <laughs> A. That is a 16. So you recognize the name immediately. Guy Fairy. He used to actually be a part of the Iron Chef Network. And he actually apprenticed under the leader of the Iron Chefs, Anthony Bortame, who is a ranger that specialized in tracking animals and 
presenting them in very delectable ways. Unfortunately, they had a falling out, and you know that Guy Ferry left the Iron Chef Network and wasn't heard of since. I can't believe you didn't lead with this. I was trying to, but uh, admittedly, smoke was a little much. Guy Fairy. Yes, but now the problem is that it can be a little difficult to get to him. So we have to start by going through his henchmen. The first name that we were given was Emerald Pegasi. Oh, I can take on a henchman. Blossom. What? That's what the lady said. The gnome. What gnome? Oh, was that what? Oh, the 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 gnome we talked to, uh, Alethea. Yeah, I I, I am a uh, creeping flocks of summer's agent now. I helped her book a gig as a chef. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Is this wait? So this is the gnome. contract that you were talking about before? Yeah. Yeah. Guys, Blossom is the best manager ever. Yes. We're going to have a tool. I have so many ideas. Okay. First, what if we poisoned him? Wait, will he even be there? I would imagine he might be there. A hundred people? Why wouldn't he want to be there? He has some signature moves of which I've heard of. So we poison yes, all the food. Not, not all. What? <laughs> we are trying to make a name here. I, sorry, I'm <laughs> as, not exactly used to this whole substitute. For creeping flocks. Well, now, if he eats your food and is poisoned by it, that will not be good, even if it's just one person. So probably oh but if we it's need just to one person. brute Listen. force this. Oh, we can do that too. Murder for murder. Fine. I like it. Yes. You're on PR. Mm-hmm. Blossom, sorry. You're just the manager. Uh, I got this. That's okay. okay. That's okay. I can book the gigs. Yeah. You're right. What if we drug him so he's sleepy? Oh. And then. Drag him outside and murder him. <laughs> oh, but my. like. Maybe not as obvious. Wait, 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 wait. Carry him outside and murder. I, Hemlock. Can we get more of that um, that uh, that caterpillar shit? Because that had me feeling real weird. Maybe we could use that to. No one's gonna think because, of course, like everyone's smoking that here, right? Oh, I thought you were saying you wanted more. No. I was going to say, that's oh, not a good oh, idea. Yes. <laughs> I was about to say the same. You probably <laughs> right. should be smoking no, any more. I'm kind of coming down realizing Lay I may have shit. gone a bit too far, and I am sorry about the whole dickish comment before. You guys are great. I apologize. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Apology accepted. Uh, so I understand you are looking to get more of uh, the... Uh, the reagent that makes you hallucinate. Is that what you're asking? The, the poison? I think so. Because uh, no one would assume anything out there. Everyone has similar reactions so that they would have seen this before, right? It would be relatively common. It's come to my attention that we're talking about this in the middle of the dining room. <laughs> How many people are around outside of us? Five. 
Um, I wouldn't say a lot. I would say there's probably about 10 patrons, uh, OTIC and, and maybe like one, you know, serving maid or something like that. That's, you know, running around with drinks. I'll walk up to the bar, put all the coin I have down. OTIC, um, if you could keep quiet about this, I just realized this might've been a bad move. Also, uh, keep it quiet, but maybe if you could get some like centaur piss sent to my room for later on that that stuff was so delicious what what are you <laughs> talking about centaur but piss? Like, yeah no hemlock was you know i get it maybe it's uh it's an exclusive thing for the caterpillar club i don't know but you know just here take take the coin thank you so much for your services and I'll walk back to the table. So should we hit up a room to talk? He, he looks at the two coins that you gave him and is just shaking his head like confused. <laughs> um. So, guys, why don't we go back to, like, a room and we can talk? We, we really shouldn't be discussing this out in the open. You know, in the industry, we all kind of know each other and we we... We share secrets. That's why you got to be very careful about your recipes, who you trust to be on your team, you know? What if one of them is like a spy or even a coworker, or has a second job working for Emerald? And at that point, a patron gets up from a table nearby and uh, drops a couple of silver pieces onto the table and starts heading out the door. I tackle them. <laughs> <laughs> roll, roll tackle. <laughs> what is tackle going to be? Is that like a grapple? It's just like, attack? I, I, no, I think no, it's just an attack. I'd like athletics, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Do athletics. <laughs> that, that sounds good. Yeah, let me look. Oh, I got a six in athletics. Great. Seventeen. Oh yeah. Cool. So uh, you tackle. Uh, this patron onto the ground with no problem whatsoever and your massive body is pinning this person onto the ground. What do you do? Who do you work for? <laughs> what? Who do you work for? What? I'm sorry, sir. Uh, she just gets really horny. No, 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 I, no. I'm a virgin. I please don't I, hurt me. I, who? Get off no, of him. I, who do you work for? It is suspicious that he would get up and try to leave right now in this From point in our conversation. Okay. I'm so sorry, sir. Um, here, let me help you up. And I help him up. I'm going to look into his eyes and I'm going to see if he's a liar. I'm giving him an optical pat down here and now. Very nice. The the <laughs> ocular pat down. Ocular pat down. Yes. Uh, what should I roll for that? <laughs> actually make that I would say, is that, isn't there like an insight? Yeah, insight. There's yeah. an insight. Yeah, insight sounds great. Yeah. I got a plus six on that shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 20, not natural. Um. So uh, the person is definitely taken aback. It's uh, a little kind of scared of Corey, but as you kind of pat this person down, you can tell that this person was leaving 
purposefully and is withholding something. Like he is not answering truthfully. He answered twice with the same thing and that seemed odd to you. Look, sir, I'm so sorry about my friend. Uh, here, let us buy you a drink. Oh, I... Just to show that everything is on par. See, we're new here. And in our culture, when you're offered a drink, you take a drink because otherwise... It might seem like you're being rude. Oh, I, I have to um, get back to work. And where is that exactly? Maybe we could walk with you. Oh, um, you could show us around. As I said, we're new here. Oh, I'd love it- a tour. <gasps> that sounds There's amazing. No better tour than a local tour, right? Ask the locals. That's what they always say. That's what they say. I, this is oh, a great plan. Uh, Thank you so much. This is really nice of you. Um, who in the group is good at intimidating? Because I feel like I would know this, um, but I want to give you like a clue. I have a four. <laughs> I've got a three. I also have a four. <laughs> I do have a plus six performance. Four is probably more intimidating we- than I am. <laughs> Could we do like a um like one of our signature moves of having both of you flank around me as I'm trying to get information and then my goons yes <laughs> come to show off Except their I'm like muscles half your height. <laughs> yeah I love it you could kneecap a person in no problem oh, no yeah. problem while this is happening I'm just gonna put my arm around Hemlock and try and walk him away just to give them some space and time. <laughs> okay, Hemlock follows you. <laughs> yeah, so I, I will um, step up next to Creeping Flocks and kind of put one hand on my hip and have my trident out in the other, just kind of like casually menacingly pose next to her. <laughs> casually menacingly. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yes, it's a skill. <laughs> um, so are you rolling an Intimidate? Yes. Can we do like an assist thing with Corey? Yeah. My aid is to just put my hand on his shoulder because I'm still behind him. 16. Okay, so now Blossom gets to roll Intimidate with advantage, so you roll twice. Okay. So that is 21. Nice. Once Corey places her hand on his shoulder he starts to visibly shake and then blossom comes up casually menacingly brandishing (laughs) her trident while placing one fist on her hip and what do you say you see i don't want to cause any trouble for you in fact i want us to all get along and you see i have these two friends and as you know one of them is just really close to the wire just anything sets her off just any little thing and um she gets violent and i wouldn't want <laughs> i would not want her to think that you are an agent of deception so i'm just trying to um to to damper out the coals here you know let the fire burn out and it'd be so helpful to me if you would let me put her mind at ease by um letting us buy you a drink Wait, um, do, do, do you work for Emerald? Because I've already paid my dues this month and I, I don't want any trouble. I, I'm, look, I, I've paid and 
I haven't taken any jobs around here. All of the jobs go to you guys. I'm not cooking, I promise. Wait. You're a cook? Uh, 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 yeah. I'm a cook, too. And a cook should be free to cook when they want and for whom they want. And if Emerald is preventing you, it, God damn it! and if Emerald is preventing you from being all that you can be in the culinary arts, well, I will not stand for that. And neither will Corey. And neither will Blossom. Right. And neither will that guy over there. His name is Bosley, and he's with us. And we've recently acquired new friends named Hemlock and Irving, and I'm pretty damn sure that they won't stand for this either. If you need help from this culinary tyrant, well, we're here for you. The entire time during that speech, Irving is standing up on the table with his arms crossed in front of him, nodding his head. <laughs> I love Irving so much. I want to get him a baseball cap. I just, I need fan art of Irving. Yes. Like, I don't care about any of the other characters, no. so long as we have one of just Irving Irving. with a gas cloud over his head. <laughs> and, and he goes, wait, so you don't work for them. Are you a different gang or organization? Yes, I am a part of the Noble Iron Chef Guild. Wait, another chef's guild? Yes. One based on honesty and quality ingredients. Th th this is great. Uh, they've been... They've been blackmailing us this entire time, and they take all of the jobs, all of the cooking jobs, and we have to pay for their protection, protection from them, and it's a vicious cycle. Can you protect me from Emerald? Well, I sure as shit won't let you down. How much do I have to pay you? Absolutely nothing. Oh, actually, um, it would be really cool if we could, like, cook for each other and just, like, develop a lifelong friendship. That'd be great. Uh, uh, friendship. Yeah. No, that'll be great. My, my, my name is Gregan. And he widens out both of his arms. Gregan, get in these claws. And he embraces you in a hug. Hugs. Uh, while I've got him in an embrace, I want to make eye contact with Corey and give her like a little wink of like, yeah, girl, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> I wink back. Okay. Um, well, I I guess I, I'm going to get going, but let's get together later. Maybe we can meet up here after I get off work and we could maybe share some recipes or techniques. That sounds great. Oh, wait. You've been seen with us. and. I don't know. Um, I want to make sure that you're going to be safe. We're going to keep an eye on you tonight, okay? Um, does that mean I have to stay here with you? No, 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 no. We're going to watch you, but it'll be kind of like from afar. Stalking. Where do you work? Oh, um, I currently work at uh, the Boiling Crab, and it's down the street here uh but 
And unfortunately, all I am allowed to do is, is wash the dishes. Um, unfortunately, Emerald, you know, he, uh, he basically has the owner in his hands and, uh, only his guys are allowed to cook there. Um, you know, the food used to be great, but, you know, the quality's really gone down. Uh, hopefully nobody heard me say that. Don't tell them I said that. Um, of course not. I heard nothing. But uh, I, I'm going to be late. I, I, I should get going. You should get going. But if you see us, don't look at us directly, okay? Uh, oh, okay. And he starts looking at the ceiling. Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to I'm gonna get out of push here him now. The door. <laughs> he stumbles and then starts walking out. <laughs> Goodbye, Gregan. We'll see you later tonight. Okay, people I don't know. Bye. <laughs> So you see, Hemlock, the reason I wanted them to come along with me isn't just because, you know, they're friends of Diane's. They, they're actually pretty capable. They know what they're doing and can handle themselves very well. It, it is absolutely obvious that they are a lot more skillful and experienced uh, in comparison to you. No, I, I absolutely 100% agree. agree. I absolutely agree. <laughs> yes, yes. No, it is very smart. I, yeah. The Feywild is a very dangerous place, and, uh, you know, you can use all the help you could get. Exactly. So, uh, I, I, I must say it is getting very late. Uh, I, I must be heading home. Um, but uh, maybe we can meet up uh, in the morning and uh, break fast. It'll have to be early. We have a gig. Yeah, at eight. So like six would be good for me. Uh, okay, I will be here at seven. All right. Your Wait. eggs will be cold. <coughs> Does math work differently in the Feywild? It, you, time, time is fluid here. You know, okay. it's... You say six, I say seven... <laughs> Who knows? Tomato, Maybe eight. I mean, that, that doesn't okay. sound fluid. That sounds still fairly structured. It's just. Right. You so don't want to show up five, at six. You, if we said five, you'd come at six? Nah, maybe or four. Just, oh, boy. Huh. So. Well, we'll it's, see. It's you. okay. It's very difficult to understand. Time yeah, is numbers aren't my, a construct. My strong suit. Okay. Hmm. So we'll see you tomorrow morning. That uh, sounds great. That sounds great. Thank you for everything today, Hemlock. It's been great. Um, ladies, uh, what now? Well, what? I have to go and create a menu. And then I have to get a lot of sleep. I have a big day ahead of me. Yeah. Yeah, you do. So. Okay. Um, good night. Good night. <laughs> good night. Everyone. Good night. <laughs> Nobody is moving, but they're expecting you to leave. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't speak for anybody. <laughs> I take this as we're calling it a night, so I go to whatever room has been assigned to me. As you enter your room, uh, it wouldn't be considered extra extravagant by any mean, but it is accommodating. You have a decent sized bed, 
There is an armoire for your belongings, a writing desk, and then a, a small table to the side that has a basin of water and a small mirror, uh, polished steel, and then uh, another table that's closer to the door. And there is a wooden tankard with some kind of liquid in it sitting next to the door. I will head to the mirror, tussle my hair a little bit, start getting ready for bed, get, you know, take off some of the excess clothing, and then walk over to the tanker for a quick nightcap. And I take a big glug. It is the most warm and offensive thing that you have ever tasted. Nothing like the sparkling lavender water that you enjoyed at the Caterpillar's (laughs) Mushroom. There is a bitterness, sourness that lingers on your tongue long after uh, it enters into your system. You realize that the Feywild is a weird and magical, but sometimes odd place. And you fall asleep. Yeah, there's no reason to continue that. I say move on. <laughs> so the three of you are still in the tap room. What would you like to do? Oh, um, you know, I, I guess we should have made a plan with Bosley. We could just- I forgot about <laughs> Diane. <laughs> well, we did start to make one and it was, you know, uh, basically drug the dude and then like yeah. kill him. So, yeah, I yeah. mean, just a lot has happened since we got here. Uh, we entered the Feywild, A. Mm-hmm. Uh, I turned into smoke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was great. You met bear. bear friend. Yep. Yeah. Irving, you are excellent. The best. Um, you got to get started revolution, right? And yeah, a, it's all in a day's plot work. to kill one of the most famous chefs of our time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Oh, well, yeah. It's totally fine. So, do we? Are we actually keeping watch over this Gregan guy? I'm a little confused. Oh. Uh, no, I just didn't want him to, like, say anything to anybody. Okay. Especially. I was like, shoot, do we have to, like, keep watch A scare tactic. Gotcha. Yeah. I've read it in comic books, and it seems oh. to work well there. So. That sounds cool. Okay, sweet. Well, do you need help, like, with the menu, or should we go get the caterpillar poop, or... We're not doing that. Oh, okay. Well, how are we poisoning <laughs> him, then? Listen, I don't follow plans well. Uh, does anybody have any poison on them? <laughs> I have. Let's see what I've got in my backpack. Have, Maybe the cleric will have poison in my <laughs> bag of holding. Okay, um, but no I've poison. I, so, um, yeah, no, that would have made too much sense. Why fishing tackle? W- what if? <laughs> One of us lures him into a, a quiet place with like a new fancy food or <coughs> like some special information about somebody who's breaking his rules. Oh, guys. Like, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. So either like Bosley or. Or maybe Blossom could play like a runner with mm-hmm. 
like, hey, I got a message for you and it's really important and it comes from a source and they want to help you out. With what? Like, because somebody new is here on his turf and they have like good information about them. Yes, uh, that's a great idea. Um, so we have to go and meet all of the kitchen staff at eight. Um, but we gotta, like, what would the secret be? Maybe it's, um, not literally, but maybe it's one of your secret ingredients. One of your highly coveted secret ingredients. But obviously it can't actually be what it is, because nobody should have that but you and your trusted people. But if we can fake it. So we lure him to a place claiming that somebody there knows the secret ingredient. Okay. I think I have a plan. Yeah. I mean, mostly it's your plan. I'm just refining it. Go ahead. Oh, we'll kick it. Great plan. Okay. So remember when I gave the bartender all of the taco and he was like, oh, what is this delicious fruit? Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. it's mango. Mm-hmm. They don't have mango here. But I have like a little sack of them. What if we made a very limited supply of my mango chutney or my mango salsa? And we just put it out there for people to try and they'll be like, wow, what is this exotic fruit? Blah, mm-hmm, blah, blah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we'll say, oh, there's a little bit left back in the kitchen. Oh, oh, oh. Just a tiny little smidge. And then we can get Bosley to say, oh, my friend, I have special access to the back. Why don't I take you back there and you can try this special mango salsa? In fact, I know the chef. Maybe I can arrange a deal with you to get the recipe. Yes. And then I'm waiting in the back room and I kill him. Me too. I feel like first you mug him and then we get information. And then we need information. Based on the information. I mean, we're going to kill him either way. Okay. Information first. I've got manifest. That makes sense. Okay. Perfect. All right. Um, It's foolproof. I think. I hate it when you say that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't say it that often, do I? You say it every time before we fail. (laughs) What does that say about us? Surely nothing. Nothing no, at all. No, no, it'll be fine. No, this, this, no, will, it's, it's fine. You know what? There's a first time for everything, and this is going to be the first time that it actually works as planned. Okay. Yes, as planned. But you know why? It's probably because we tell Bosley to go to sleep, and we don't include him in on the plan. And he's always the dingus that comes in and chews up the plan. We got to go see him and tell him about the plan first. Okay, and then. It'll be foolproof. Yeah. Should uh, we should we should probably tell him in the morning though, because he ne- he needs to sleep off all that junk in his system. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Six a.m. is a great time. I'm going to okay. be up. I'm making breakfast per oh, the use, and um, we'll tell him the plan then. And with that, the three of you decide to call it in for the night. Each of you go to your rooms as you. Think and dream up of the nefarious plan in tricking Emerald Pegasi 
into your clutches to gain information about the death of Diane. And that is where we're going to call it for tonight. No! Oh, I want more! Oh, damn. <laughs> oh. That's so Man. good. I'm just going to say right now, I appreciate the fact that when we were talking about building characters, you were all saying you should probably get someone with like some int or wisdom, because we aren't the brightest. I'm like, oh yeah, sure, I'll do that. Then just completely ignored it. It was like, let's build a stupid, <laughs> useless dude. <laughs> I don't regret this decision at all. Yeah. Well, you're always and then drunk we do or all high. The- so. <laughs> yeah, it's not been... Uh... What'll happen next time? <laughs> you ordered a tankard of piss. Yeah, I so, like... I don't... No. You're so good. What are your int and whiz mods? Uh, they're actually reasonably good. Let me pull this up real quick. <laughs> Um, Guys, we need plus to be three comparing on both. sheets. Oh boy, <laughs> plus three on you both. You don't want to see my sheet. <laughs> you have a plus three yeah. on both. That's pretty oh, good. That's like sixteen. I, yeah, sixteen. I got, 17, uh, yeah. I got a plus zero rows. on both. <laughs> you have a zero uh, on both. Yeah, half yeah. my skills are a plus zero. Here's a fun mm-hmm. little secret about <laughs> me. I I build characters. I'm not good at building sheets and following the mechanics. Of that. <laughs> But also, he legit thought that was centaur piss that was all fizzy yeah. and yummy because yeah. it's yeah. likely that, I mean, I kept saying it even though they said, no, that's not it. So he probably just stuck with that in his brain. Yeah. <laughs> and he was well, like, he was, yes. Yeah. He was also high at the time. So yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> oh, my God. I wonder if you're going to be like one of those people that's like, when when they first start smoking, it burns and it's like, oh, why would anyone do this? Well, I got to keep doing it so yeah. I can find this, find out why it works. Oh, it just keeps drinking that centaur piss. Oh, oh, the centaur no. piss is going to get better eventually. I'm just going to assume, like, I would have to assume that Bosley would be convinced that he said the wrong thing and must have misheard. Because it was so distinctly different. With a plus three in int and wisdom, like, obviously. (laughs) You would be a fool to drink more Mm -hmm. centaur piss. (laughs) I was halfway tempted to say I go to spit it out, but because I was so eager to have more of this, a little bit did go down the throat as well, but... Oh, Oh, no! That's terrible. I hate it. I want Bosley to not drink pee pee. (laughs) I'm sorry to do that. Oh, no. It was perfect. It was perfect. No, no. I love it. You don't need to apologize for a thing. I set it up so you could do that. That was very fun. Well, I had fun. Thank you uh, for allowing me to continue to GM this uh, Fae Wild adventure that we're on. Uh, well, hopefully you enjoyed uh, listening to our little adventure as well. Um, once again, my name is Fred. I'm the game master for our little campaign here, and you can find me at I think I'm Fred. I'm Stacy, and you can find me at Definitely Stacy. I'm Steph, and you can find me at Starlit Firefly. I'm Hero, and you can look me up at Maybe Hiroshi. I'm Veronica, and you can find me at Typical Veronica. And this was really fun. Absolutely. It was. Yes. <laughs> it was. Uh, I feel like we should say, like, good game, good game, good game. You know, like G-G. after. Yeah, GG. GG. Yes, 
Okay, and um, there we go. So we're recording, and um, oh yeah, we had an intro. What was it again? So you bring us in. You do the mm-hmm. welcome, everybody. We're doing a break and doing something different. D and D. It's called this. And here's okay. your DM. Okay, let me go back in my notes. I'm sorry. I would like to point out, y'all sass me for the intro being a little convoluted and not knowing what to do because I counted us in. We're still struggling. I did not count us in this time. No, we're not struggling right now. We're just no. There was confusion. (laughs) No, this is the norm. Yeah, we we were emotionally struggling last time. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's different. I never know how to do this intro. Back me up, guys. <laughs> this is Truth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you, V. Do we in- do we introduce ourselves or do we just go right into it? I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Roll a constitution save. I'm so upset that I'm missing out on this podcast's first hookah experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Your character is a smoke right now. <laughs> <laughs> you are a part of it. Flox comes out of like out of the contraption. How did I get here? I'm, I'm done. Okay. And um, yeah, I, I, I mean, all we have to do is get. What is your name again? Blossom? <laughs> so sorry. Me? Blossom. I was going to say Summer. Yeah. I was like, no, that's my name. Oh, did I say Summer earlier? I don't think I did. No, no, okay. no. Oh, no. It's <sighs> the magic has finally worn off. Oh, <sighs> God damn it. I keep slipping into Stacey's <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. 